Okay, so before we get rolling, I just want to get your your first reaction to this. Um, yeah, Till July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry. But, like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it. But at the same time, like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die. <laughs> it's just terrible. But, like, inevitable? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, you should log off. Uh, they don't care. They don't. They have no idea. They have no idea. They don't care about us. No, they're too rich. They're, they're too, too rich. damn rich. Just play the gig. Never get involved in politics. 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 You got trouble, my my brain. Nice talk to Their world in crisis. Welcome to Oh, that was the intro? Can you not hear it? No, because I'm coming directly <laughs> off the board, so I can't hear anything that's going on. Looks like we're actually clipping the shit out of this. Uh, it's fine. Whatever. I think if this show was going to prove anything, it's that we have no idea what we're doing. But, like, intentionality matters, you know? And I think us wanting to do it is the important thing. Mm. I feel like they say the same thing at craft stores. It's not about doing the thing. It's that you, oh, that's so gross. I don't even want to finish that sentence. Like, it's that you tried. Yeah. Just put that on your, like, (laughs) motivational board. That's, that, that is some, like, hang in there, cat poster bullshit. Keep calm. Chive on, right? Mm. So we're coming to you semi-live. I mean, we're alive. We're coming to you recorded from the... From the damn uh, quarantine zone, because I don't know if you've heard, but there's a uh, there's a virus on, and I really we've been talking about doing this for a long time, mm-hmm. and I hate that this is the thing that like. <laughs> well, we're gonna be inside for the next like month. Yeah, what better time? I mean, there's only so much gaming you know you can accomplish, but Snake. yeah, it's true. We need to finish Metal Gear, <laughs> and like I keep putting it off because I know that like it's gonna be. 20 minutes of gameplay followed by an hour of like just the hammiest brother most like ham-fisted dialogue but that's one of the things i really do like about the series and i get that it's like what was that song again where it's just like sometimes oh yeah the snake eater theme (laughs) yeah lenny had never played any of the metal gear games when we first got together so we've been working through them a little bit beautiful song they're so good get if you can get up on the mic a little bit more wouldn't you Like I said, this is the first step. So this one's going to be sort of proof of concept, I think. Anyway, but other than gaming, we've been speculating as to what is going to happen about the coronavirus on top of all of the Democratic primary bullshit and how like those things are being sort of played against each other. Because if this panic brain that everybody has right now is proving anything, it's that uh, Bernie Sanders is right. Mm -hmm. He's been right for a long fucking time. Uh, We need universal health care. And this is just continuing to prove that, you know, I can't imagine that I like I don't read a ton of international news, but I can't imagine that we're not a fucking laughingstock right now. Oh, we are. Like, I can't imagine. We absolutely that, are. Every other country is looking at us right now and wondering what the hell we're doing. One of the like most powerful, most influential countries in the fucking world. And we can't even like we can't even test people to know whether to contain them and quarantine them for a global pandemic that is, you know, accelerated way quicker than Well, I shouldn't say quicker than anyone imagined because there was a whole crisis team at the CDC for this bullshit before they got fired for, you know, whatever reason. Wait, I didn't 
see that. This was a while ago. This wasn't like during this particular outbreak, but one of Trump's cuts was to like a literally to a um, I can look it up in a minute, but literally to a. Yeah. Was he just thinking that it's not we're not in the middle of a crisis? We're not going to use that. Was it last year that we had the Ebola outbreak and they're just like, just send them to Atlanta. It's fine. (laughs) It's not that these things are. It's not that there's no precedent for this stuff. Like, there definitely is. Especially, you know, the world is going to continue to get more interconnected, more international. What do you expect is going to happen when these things, like, break out and are not contained? So, I mean, I really don't know what to do on an individual level with that information, but it's just so frustrating. And I feel like, you know, I... I say this to you all the time, but there is one person with like actual workable solutions for this shit and everyone else is just giving a slip service like the fucking like the Kamala Harris thing today about like we can give you up to 500 means tested dollars if you qualify for whatever like to help with this. Cri- they're 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 saying fuck you like they don't care. And this is I mean, the reason why I wanted to open on that Vanessa Hudgens clip was that's like such a perfect condensation of the attitude here. Like if it doesn't affect me, I got mine. Fuck you. And then the entire working class has to basically like shoulder most of the burden of like obviously any disaster but like particularly this one because it's health related yeah i mean i don't think that anybody showed it more than uh biden was a lot last night two nights ago two nights ago no maybe it was last night I don't, I don't remember. This is going up late. It doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> um, Biden was talking about the working class and he's just like, you know, the little people. Yeah. Thanks, man. Like every That, na- <laughs> that really helped in this time. Thank, thank you for reminding me that I'm so small. Yeah. You know. Insignificant. The, the rest of the realm. My, my subjects. For real. But like every now and then he will slip and say some bullshit like that. And, you know, we've seen it during this entire run up to the nomination. Mm-hmm. And I think that like I came to a lot of where my class consciousness is now because of 2016 out of a out of a lib space and into a more like actual left space because of 2016, because there was a candidate that was using the word socialism. And I was like, you can do that. Like, you don't just have to be like a reactionary, like identity politics weirdo, because that honestly turned me off of the whole like wokeness thing turned me off of what I thought were left politics for a long time. But if you apply a material analysis to that, it all kind of makes sense. But having one candidate on stage that's like actually trying to give solutions with plans, Joe Biden continuing to say, like, how are you going to pay for this? And how are you going to do that? It's like, did you not go to the student's website? It's all over the place. Denying all of his past decisions and saying, no, that never happened. As if we don't have the internet, we can't check those receipts. Exactly. I think these past few elections have been even more contentious because you could just look stuff up. Like politicians are like finally starting to realize that they can't just lie to you anymore yeah I, I think we saw that during trump's run like with uh, against hillary oh yeah where on stage he's just like i never said this and it went right it's not even and that's the thing too viral of just like here's when you said it here is a recording of you saying right it. and he's just like no that didn't happen but the fact that we don't even have to wait for a news cycle anymore yeah, yeah. it's constant it's it's constant and it's all it's also instantaneous there were things being you know pulled up within the hour um someone had cut together joe biden from the debate saying i didn't say that with like actual footage of yeah. him on the house floor going when i said shut down the government i meant medicare and social yeah. security too you know those things we have in place to take care of like old people and poor people that the dnc establishment is always like oh no that's our base we love them and then like continue to pass legislation that 
doesn't touch them at all. I wonder if rich people don't think that time will affect them. <laughs> or if just they have money to rely on, so they don't have to worry about those things. It, it only becomes sort of like a pressing need when you don't have access to it. The people who are pushing back and doing this like Medicare for all who want it or like any of the other like derivative bullshit that people are just like trying to water down Bernie's plan on, they like their access and their healthcare won't change. Like you were saying, rich people live in a bubble because like their access their access to healthcare has like never been questioned. They're always able to get it. Yeah. And just this idea that, you know, oh, you know, free healthcare like Canada, you have to wait in line and you have to pay taxes for it. It's like, yeah, but you don't have like copays and shit anymore. And people get treated in the order of worst or like most present need. So you can't just buy your way to the top by going to, I mean, I guess you still could because like private insurance is never going to completely go away, but you can't just like buy your, buy yourself to the front of the line. Mm -hmm which I think is like good. It's that thing about privilege where if you've always had it and then it's taken away, you think you're being oppressed in some way. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. <laughs> so rich people are like, what do you mean I have to pay for things? What is a line? What is a line? Exactly. I really don't know how at this, obviously this is going to be a very, whether or not he gets nominated, whether or not he wins, this is going to be a very pro, pro Bernie pod. Yeah, no one can see it, but I'm wearing my Bernie Literally right wearing now. Literally wearing Bernie Sanders t-shirt right now. I don't like, you know, to deify political figures because I think that's a little silly, but I think that he has been a really good rallying point for a lot of people, myself included. And, you know, the whole not me us thing is like such a good way to frame activism and solidarity and organization. Yeah, it's unifying us. That's good. I don't feel alone in my opinions anymore. It's not that we're getting behind a leader. It's that he's a good he's a good sort of signal booster. You know, he's a good like I said, he's a good rallying point. Talking to people who are Bernie supporters, like you know way more about where their politics are and you can talk to them about like leftism more broadly versus, you know, Democrat voters are all over the place. Oh, yeah. I feel like Democrat and Republicans, they get very defensive about exactly what they stand for. They have that in common. We've seen candidates this race Mm. that are running as Democrats that are to the right of what you would think a lot of pretty centrist positions would be, like very conservative positions like Joe Biden uh, Renegade Cut did a really good video about everything wrong with Joe Biden, and he uh, he's a, like he's Democrat in name only. Like he's very conservative. Yeah, absolutely. In even as much as like Obama was sort of ve- a very centrist candidate when you know everything kind of shook out, he was like more conservative than that. So I think that like so far, like you, the window has shifted so far to the right in this country that yeah, we're starting to see fascism again, and we're starting to see like very reactionary conservative. Uh, identitarian bullshit come up again. So, mm-hmm. like, you don't get that if the window isn't shifted way to the right. Yeah. So the person who's, like, saying, hey, let's have the 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 basic amenities that, like, every developed nation has. Everyone is screaming, like, this man's a communist. It's absurd. It's crazy to me. Universal health care. It's, it's like, not a new thing. It's not either. new. So I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know what to make of all this. It's just, like, very frustrating to feel like... I mean, I, I, guess, I guess we're both kind of, like, news junkies, so I don't really, like expect everyone to be as as invested in this as we are but man like the the information's everywhere like if if you haven't sort of made up your mind by now i don't like i don't know what to tell you like it's it's so easy it's so easy to 
to find out. I don't know. I don't get how it's not entertaining for people. What do you not find interesting about politics, about what's going on and what people are doing for your behalf? Like, how is that not... Yeah, things that are directly going to benefit or affect you in some yeah. way. Yeah. I, I just, I've never really understood that. Just some people just, <coughs> no interest. Yeah. You know, there's always the sports analogy, right? Where it's it's basically it's basically all the same stuff. It's like knowing knowing the players and knowing who their sponsors are and sta- statistics and statistics and history and like it's 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 sports for like nerds who are unathletic like me so like finally something i'm good at <laughs> i wish that everyone were as invested as we are i think a lot of our our age group is at least that i've talked to i wonder like how how far down that goes though like do you think that do you think zoomers are going to be as into all of this as we are in the weird obsessive like extremely online way that millennials kind of were especially around 2016 i think that they will be i think that politics will have to readjust in order to get zoomers interested it'll be way more online i mean uh what was it bernie did like a tiktok or something yeah actually bernie's i I, i'm sure that's not him because he did he he did also say like go on the youtube during the debate (laughs) well but i think that his team is really good about like i was about to say i'm pretty sure it's his team that set it up for him i don't think that he went and downloaded (laughs) i'd like to be a tiktok (laughs) put me on the tiktok box Mm. yeah you know what's crazy is that he did that town hall um live stream the same night that code orange did their live stream yeah. So it was just kind of weird to see. Um, and um, man, I can't remember the singer for Code Orange now. It's going to drive me crazy. Anyway, was on um, was on the needle drop the other day talking about how that's kind of what the record's about, too, is social isolation and oh. how politics intersect with that. Like they even they even did a little bit when there was a lull in their set and he spoke directly to camera and he's like, just, so you know, this shit only happens because they don't give a fuck about you. And the people that, you know, run this world, like literally don't care if you die. Yeah. It, I don't know. Just seeing the convergence of those two <laughs> things and realizing that, like, oh, this is politics now. Like CNN and MSNBC and all that bullshit, like that's the legacy media is going to die in our lifetime. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Watching CNN debate the other night was just antique almost. Oh, yeah. It was very surreal, especially like considering there wasn't an audience. I get why they did it. It felt like e-news. Yeah. It was very sterile. And I, and I always get I always get tripped out, too, when I see it on like a nice TV because I've never had like 4K or super high streaming or whatever. So whenever I see yeah. it like in the wild, like at a bar or an electronic store and they have the news on, I'm like, oh, this is like this is too well produced. Like this is leaning too much on the entertainment side and it like trips me out well and how much of that can you trust they're getting a paycheck from a big industry that's backing someone else exactly i mean obviously there's like a class element to it but like all that production money has to come from somewhere and it comes from super PACs, and it comes from entertainment companies and it comes from hollywood like not to be all like they live or whatever but there is a reason why fox news does so well and they do live (laughs) there they are is it Rupert Murdoch? Whatever. Whoever the Fox guy is. There, This is a, a really good, well-researched show. Hold on. I want to cut this bit I'm out. terrible at names. Hold on. Or and speaking. So this is a great job for me. Please hire. Uh, Rupert Murdoch. Hey, I was right. Cool. There's a really 
good documentary called Outfoxed, if you haven't seen it. I I took away a different interpretation from it, maybe, than the director's intention. But basically, it's like an expose on Fox News as, like, state TV. Is it on the YouTube? It's on the... You go... People at home right now... Go, go on the YouTube and watch it. It's not that long. I think it's only about an hour. And it is a little bit like it came out around the same time as uh, Zeitgeist. So it's a little bit like everything you know, the government told you is bad. And, oh, good. and actually, Jesus not real. And the Fed is made up. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. Did you ever see uh, Loose Change, the 9-11 truther oh, documentary? Yeah, yeah similar vibe like definitely a, a a movie from the time that was like meant to be direct to the internet when that mm-hmm. was like a new a new thing mm-hmm. um but yeah fox news is basically state tv and it is I, that's not supposed to be like groundbreaking like here's my hot take fox news is bad but i but it's so funny how the people who consume a lot of cable news media pick a team in the same way that you were talking about earlier fox news people and msnbc people but all these pundits are being paid by the same people mm-hmm. like they're more or less all have the same agenda which is i as a person in the media class want to keep my job as a person in the media class and anything that threatens that is bad so i don't know there's a there's a there's definitely a direct line between like how this this coronavirus thing and the election are being spun and like how that affects average people. Not everyone is going to follow it in a weird way. And young people uh, may, I feel like, be more politically informed, but they don't vote in as many numbers as like older people do. Yeah, they definitely don't vote in small, like local votings. We got there. It's okay. Both of us are are on like weird sleep and weird schedule because uh, we we don't know like, you know, what's going on with work. So I've had to change my work plan like six times and it's only Tuesday. I I'm done. Well, fortunately, you know, this whole thing is going to blow over like, you know, June, July. I think that's a lot of (laughs) bullshit. Like it's just a virus. You had you had notes. Was there anything you wanted to touch on? I feel like we've just kind of been riffing. Cause I oh yeah I, I mean mine is a lot more local news but local to here here oh cool do you want people to know where we live <laughs> I don't care okay <laughs> no I Please wish don't I wish show up to we, our house. we could see her face she's like wait was I not supposed to say yeah no we're in I, I think it's actually in the podcast description too but yeah. we're we're in we're in the southeast we're in uh, Athens. Georgia right now. Georgia. So you have notes. Um, yeah, so we're in Athens and I feel like I'll... Hold on. All I can hear is myself and it's making me... Okay. I just don't want to listen to myself. What? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it um, does... Believe it or not, it does help. Like it... it hearing help, yourself? Yeah, it helps the, helps the focus. Oh, for me, it's just like the female voice of God and I'm not here for it right now. Wow. Just a little congested. <laughs> has a little bit of a lisp. I was more wow I get just like I just hear my voice and it's like you know it's like the female voice of God you know like not to not to, not to flex or anything but when I hear my own voice it's like oh hello Angels. God oh is that me hello sorry you have notes yeah no I do uh, so recently Athens has gotten a curfew that happened yesterday about three p.m. It came out our our mayor Kelly Kelly Gertz. Anyways, Kelly Gertz passed 
this new curfew that will last from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. At first, it was uh, everyone had to scramble to like, how do we adjust our way of life to abide by these hours? Because if you because people read hear it, curfew and they freak out. Well, if you if you read the actual article, and you can find this by going to our by going to the Athens government page and just looking at the meeting that happened on monday 16th at 3 p.m and it'll pull up you literally did a lot of homework for this oh i found <laughs> it it's because of my job i i had to have i have to know. yeah i have an entire uh a staff that wants me to be informed and i want myself to be informed so i found it within 30 minutes of it passing and yeah anyways the article goes on to say uh that it is unlawful for any person to travel wander or stroll in or upon the public streets highways roads lanes parks or other public grounds i just put an ellipses because it just it's describes just listing what's, municipal spaces it's just describing what is outside yeah. um do not saunter do not skip <laughs> don't don't no smiling yeah no smile don't flick a, a a coin and whistle Mm-mm. as you walk down the street strictly out so anyways a, a little ellipses and then or any other places during said declared emergency or any other places <laughs> uh between 9 p.m and 5 a.m so that that passed and again at first it came out so that it was lawfully enforced which is just ridiculous can you imagine a police officer like arresting you for taking your i mean not arresting you but like ticketing you or scolding you giving you <laughs> giving you an, a warning giving you and a warning giving, giving you giving you a freaking warning <laughs> for just taking your dog out what do, yeah. how do i explain to a dog that like <laughs> i'm sorry buddy we're we're on sorry, a, you're not allowed to pee we got a curfew, curfew. yeah Go but, on, buddy. But uh, not to be all like conspiracy brain, but you, you were saying I can't imagine them arresting you for this. But they could. I mean. They arrest people for fucking jaywalking. Mm-hmm. Like the. I mean, it might get to that point. It. We only have three declared uh, cases right now. But going off of statistics that say that a person doesn't start showing signs until seven to 14 days. That means that they got infected seven to 14 days ago. And, and it takes. I think a day or something to get the results back on your mm-hmm. test, which means I read how many has... more do we have yeah. out there? I think so next, like week, next week we'll probably start seeing a more realistic. Cause I also read that it has like number. between a three and five day incubation period. I wonder what the difference is between like just being a carrier and like showing symptoms versus yeah. like actually contracting it. Most cases are asymptomatic at this point That's... and all they're doing is like just stay home and yeah. you have to hope that they are. Well, that's why people are freaking out, though, because this had to hit right as spring is starting, too. It's already regular flu season. It's already, like, allergy season. Mm-hmm. So everybody is, like, I guess that's kind of, like, the running the running joke right now. But, like, any any cough, any sneeze, any, oh, yeah. like, are you sick? Like, oh, yeah. zombie movie mentality. It's like, mm-hmm. no, dude, it's just spring. I got sniffles. It's fine. <laughs> like, I'll be okay. I, it's, it's weird. I haven't seen any. Okay, so we had an event recently. Uh, all of February, it was all these 
children's school events where every weekend we had an orchestra event, a chorus event, and then there was some nerd convention that was really adorable. No. All these kids, but like they all built robots that fought one another. So it was it was real neat. That sounds Anyways, tight. so I used to be in that shit like battle bots. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was really cool. So they would bring it in. They would talk to us really about cool it. I was really cool when I was growing up. <laughs> no. Let me tell you. Um. But so all of February, we saw all these kids. And now that I'm thinking about it, like it's 17 days into March and I haven't seen a child. Which on the one hand, great. (laughs) But (laughs) But it's one of those things that it's a real children of men type of vibe. It's really uncomfortable going outside and be like, ah, (laughs) no children. Hmm. Huh. Right. No birds singing. Just yeah. still air. <laughs> well, there's yeah, just unfortunately, a low hum this, in the this background. This hit right where there's spring. So, like, it's all just gloomy <laughs> weather and no one's outside. And it's yeah. just like, ah, today I die. Yeah, it's like living in Raccoon City, man. It's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, th- sorry. I, I was just thinking about how there's no crowds outside. It's prohibited to have groups over 10. Yeah, I saw that. Are they going to arrest groups of I don't 10? Know. Or, like, do, do police and chase them off with their stick and you're just like hey scatter right i've got such bad simpson brain like i can't imagine <laughs> get out of here right. you exactly like at this point i can't imagine any cops that aren't like in my head the default for no. cop is right is chief wiggum <laughs> so it's like i i know that and i already that's not probably helping my perception of the police but yeah. that's look that's subconscious i can't control that mm. the simpsons did too too good of a job the prohibition of people like Groups of 10. Oh, gather. Yeah. Gathering. That is a fact today at 5 p.m. What time is it? So now it's an effect now until my birthday, April 7th at 5 a.m. So like, nice I'll see you at, exactly. at my birthday party. Please don't get me sick. The thing that's the most frustrating, too, is like there's really no other than like the quarantine stuff that they're doing and other than the curfews, which I don't know how long because that's like a local thing um, mm-hmm. f- for now. I don't think it's going to be. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's going to be an international lockdown like they asked at the fucking debate. Like, do you think it would be a good idea to institute like a, you know, a national lockdown and a national curfew? And both of them kind of danced around the answer. But. And that was not the only loaded question that night. But man, that was like, what a weird, what a weird thing to open the show, the show. What a weird (laughs) thing to open the very uh, important politics show with. Yeah, because then the second question after that was like, how do you think we should punish China for making the whole world sick? Was basically the question. It was a little more, it was a little less gross sounding than that. But just, I think there's a general sense of like, even people who were kind of in charge and in control are like, what are we supposed to be doing without access to like supplies and healthcare? Like, what are we supposed to do to help this not get worse? Yeah. I mean, they're saying right now that the best thing to do is to stay inside. Unfortunately, a lot of us have jobs that will not allow that. Yeah, I don't want to say like too, too much, but like you and I are both in the service industry. Like we're both working class people. Mm-hmm. So we don't have like a big bank account to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people in our position and like in positions that are not as privileged as we are even, I I like you have to go to work. Yeah, I would rather, I, I hate saying this because I know that a lot of people say that this is horrible to do, but I would rather be working right now than 
stay at home for two weeks and not know where my next paycheck is. Yeah. Luckily, there are a lot of systems in place that if that does happen, we can find help. Um, one of those places is the Giving Kitchen, and it's made specifically for service workers. Oh, that's cool. Um, I don't know anything about this. Yeah, it's um, it's get, you can go to thegivingkitchen.org. Cool. You, you speak on it. I'll, I'll pull it up. COVID-19. I keep on calling it Corvid. I need to break that habit. Yeah, but you can go to their website and it's made specifically for people that work in the service industry or kitchens, food service, uh, you name it. Basically, everyone that's having to work outside right now if that is no longer an option to you they're here to help if you are lucky enough that you get to work to home from home and you can help other people in any way please go there to donate um because a lot of people need help right now is this a regional thing or is this a a national thing where are they oh that's a good question let's see nobody knows (laughs) bilingual website that's cool i know that's a small thing but not everyone does that Mm mm-hmm um, kitchen per se. I I know that it's reaches from like Atlanta to here, so okay. I don't know if it's just it's a like Georgia a southeast thing. thing. Yeah. Um, you would think it would be on here. Uh, who we are? I guess it really doesn't matter for the purposes of whatever. We'll put a we'll put a link. Remind me. We'll put a link to this. Yeah. In, in the description, well, there, if yeah. we can. Yeah, absolutely. And there's there's several ways if you are feeling. That you can help in any way right now and you want to. There are a few things that you can do, even if you don't have money to help, which I, I don't think anyone which A is, lot of us don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of us do or expect each other to. Right. But um, you can still donate blood. There's no like uh, research linked to blood exposure being a thing. So it's completely so- safe to do. And there's cool. a huge blood shortage right now due to this this outbreak. Um, you can also, there are a lot of, Athens has something called the ACCA. Um, there are a lot of counties around you probably have something similar. It's a system set in place to call on elderly people and check in, make sure that they're doing okay. Cause this isolation is really helping them, helping them, hindering them. Helping um, them in a, in a physical health sense. Yeah, it is. It is helping them in a physical sense, but in a mental sense, it is extremely isolating they they no longer can see their grandchildren or their children or have the people that they normally would have visiting them they're cutting off access to that and it's not safe to go in and just be like no we're just we're we're here we're safe we're gonna go see grandpa because you don't know whether or not you're carrying anything right now even from a like a commercial standpoint, fully able-bodied people are like taking crazy precautions, and they're not in not in the the demographic that would be like dangerous for this. Mm-hmm. So that only compounds when you add you know age, which adds other health factors on top of that. So I mean, you're talking about like the most at-risk people. Yeah, would be like lower-income elderly people. Yeah. So that's cool that there's like a system in place for. Yeah, just to call and check in on them, talk about their day, talk about their week. They're stressing out and they're not able to turn to the people that they normally would and have them come over and have dinner and talk about their their anxiety over this. So it's really important if if you have time, if you are working from home to look into whether or not your your community is providing something like this. Ours is called the ACCA again. So cool. 
what you were saying about not necessarily having a lot of money to contribute, like that's, I think what is going to ultimately be the whole message of this show is like the whole point of socialism is that labor is valuable and labor is like ultimately the most valuable thing. So people think that direct action and charity and all that bullshit has to have a price tag on it. But like, if you really, you know, I mean, money would be great, but also just hours of your time. Exactly. It's that's still worth something. So, you know, when when people online ask, like, you know, how do you get involved? What are you supposed to do? And like, I'm as guilty of this as anyone else, because sometimes it's very daunting to be like, where do I start? But, you know, any kind of, you know, there are organizations that you can join and volunteer time. There's like phone banking type stuff. You can always, you know, not even necessarily go through an organization, but just like taking care of your 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 friends and family and and fellow uh workers when you see not even necessarily going out of your way but like when you see that there's a need helping to fill it is like it's like a mentality thing it's about like that's the whole reason why horizontal organization works is because neighborhood by neighborhood versus having some type of top down like this is the law that you have to share if you can get yourself in the mentality of like just taking care of your own community if enough people do that then like ultimately that compounds into something better and more organized hopefully down the road beautiful beautiful and i am also i think we're probably going to end with that um i oh my goodness yeah so this one will be a little short but this is our first step i think this is a good i think this was a good um test drive Hmm. i'm looking forward to doing more of these i think um hopefully under i want to say hopefully under better circumstances but we'll see we'll see we'll see but also like we are we are learning this as we go. Like both of us are learning like the mechanics of doing the show and, you know, learning about like leftism more broadly and how we can make better arguments and, you know, convince more people and do the thing that we've all been talking about for the past few years. And I think this 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 whole thing will be like a good way to organize uh, some of those thoughts. And uh, I think I think that's all we have. Right. Yeah, I was just thinking if if we missed anything or said anything that you want to correct us on. No, for real, please tell us. I'm all for being corrected and I love learning more. So please broaden my horizon. Because I used to be one of those like, um, actually type of guys that was Mm -hmm. like way more interested in winning the argument than like Mm -hmm. actually learning. And now that part of my brain is just like completely dissolved. So now if there is a better resource or uh, a better framing for a thing that we talk about. Like, we want to hear it. We want this to be a conversation as much as it is, like, just oh, yeah. us talking at you. Yeah. Um, but I think this is going to be fun. I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying I'm enjoying being back back in the pod game. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. Oh, I've been watching too much Love is Blind. Oh, oh no. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. man. Yeah, between, between Love is Blind and... The Circle. The Circle. So good. We're going to have to do a whole ep about these, like... So Netflix good. dating shows because you want to talk about... God, I thought cable news was surreal. Make a note. We'll we'll do that for the next step. We'll talk okay. about. We'll open. We'll open with that. I got some points. You. Uh, well, you watched it way more than I do. Oh I, yeah. I keep walking in on it and like. I want to hate it, but then I watch all of it and I, <laughs> I want more. They've got their hooks in you. Okay. Well, we'll we'll put a pin in this and we'll come back to that. But hey, thanks for listening. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? No. Okay. I think I'm going to put all of our socials in the description if you want to follow us. I'm on private, so you have to go through a screening process with me. That's right. Yeah, me- means tested following. Are you are you good enough to follow her? 
Did we even mm-hmm. say our names? Does it matter? Who cares? They'll, oh, yeah, <laughs> they'll no. read it later. Guess. <laughs> if you guess our name, you win. Okay. I think that's it. Uh, uh, goodbye.